This is episode J, Jen, and Christina. Feeling connected is a basic human need, as vital as air, water, and food. I'm here to talk about bridging the gap between ourselves, our friends and family, life partners, and anyone we come in contact with so we can more fully experience connection. Hey there, thank you for joining me. Welcome. If you're new here, I have an ad for my podcast on the radio. So if you heard it and found me because of it, thank you. So glad you're here. This episode is sponsored by Duck Donuts. I don't know about you, but especially with holidays coming up and family coming into town, there's always the question of what do we do? My family always wants to know what's good locally, and I don't always know. But one thing I do know in South Jordan, Duck Donuts is a must try. Their donuts are cake style and made fresh right on the spot as you order. They have unique flavors, including seasonal options. Make sure you give them a try. Today I will be sharing my conversation with my good friend Christina and her wife Jen. They share experiences from their relationship as well as experiences they've had over their life. I'm here with Jen and Christina, and I met Christina when I was living in Portland. And it's funny because you grew up in Idaho, right? And so then we have some mutual friends from Boise from when I lived there. So that's pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. Did you want to take a second to introduce both of you to my listeners? Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm Christina Birch. Yeah, like you said. I moved to Portland probably about, um, oh, it's been 16 years now, and I'm in education. Jen and I together have five kids, and between work and our family, we don't really have time for anything else, so that's that's pretty much what we do right now. Um, I guess one little fun snippet is that we're taking guitar lessons together. There you go. That's awesome. I like it. Have either of you played before or you're just learning it together? Just learning it together. Cool. That's neat. And then what about you, Jen? Yeah, this is the first time I've met you. Yeah, um, I'm born and raised here in Portland. I love it here. And I'm an esthetician and I own a place here. And yeah, that's... (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, well, I again, wanted to have you on the podcast just because I know I'm not as familiar with same gender relationships and I would love to know more and I'm definitely nosy by nature. So it's just like, tell me all the things I, I feel like I've had friends and coworkers, but I've never just been comfortable enough to ask these types of questions, you know, and I feel like a lot of us would love to know more or would love the answers. So I don't know, I'm just curious and wanting to peek into your life and your relationship, if that's okay. (sighs) Sure. We're, we're an open book and, you know, our disclaimer is, you know, we are happy to tell you about our relationship, but we don't claim that it's going to be like every other, mm-hmm. uh, you know, relationship between two women. So yeah. we've all been very open about our story and our relationship because I think it brings more awareness. It brings like knowledge to other people, you know, for their relationships moving forward. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I love it. And so did you, both of you have a positive or negative coming out experience or how did that go? That's a fun question. Um, My coming out experience, I would say in general was okay. You know, my 
family has always, you know, I was never like disowned by my family or anything like that. I'd say I was probably disowned by some friends and that, that made it hard, but I've kind of my life journey, you know, uh, there've been times that I've been in relationships with women and, and then would break up with them and then not like have a relationship with a woman and say that I'm going to try not to be in a relationship with women because of my religious upbringing. Um, so I went back and forth a lot, which made it seem like I came out like three different times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, and each time it was like, I, I lost people. Mm-hmm. So I would say that that part was hard just because, you know, uh, people say that they don't agree with, you know, my lifestyle, which is kind of a triggering phrase for me, but I lost friends over that. And so that was hard. But as far as like the key people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my family is still very much part of my life and every single one of them attended my wedding and to Jen. And um, so I would say in that sense, uh, that was more positive than a lot of uh, people that weren't so fortunate. So yeah, Jen's is a fun one. Go ahead. So yeah, my is very different. And um, I was married to a man for 13 years. I never had those feelings towards women in the past. So that was, but when after my husband and I split up and divorced, and our friendship grew, there was an attraction there that I'd never had before, you know? And so things evolved with us. And to me, it was like, this just made sense, you know? And I can go into all that later, but more so like my coming out story. So when I told my parents first about my feelings towards Christina, um, they were actually very loving and kind about it mm. actually more so than when I told them I was divorcing my husband. Wow. Yeah. Um, but then when I, we decided to actually be together and date, I mean, all my, my siblings were all very loving, very supportive. I think it took my mom a little bit longer to come around, but all of our, you know, all my siblings came to the wedding and my parents walked me down the aisle, you know, so it's good. And again, with friends, it's like a lot of people were like, oh, I saw that coming or, you know, and it's like, whatever. But yeah, you do truly know who your true friends are when mm. big things happen. And yeah. so, yeah, the people, some of, some people surprised me and, you know, wrap their arms around me and like, whatever, it's great. I'm so happy for you. And other people surprised me that they kind of floated away eventually, yeah. you know, so yeah. Yeah, very rarely. I I don't know if I've ever run into anyone just flat out saying to us like, "Oh, we don't want to be friends anymore." Right? right. They just fully pull themselves yeah. out of mm-hmm. like you're not invited anymore to things. Uh, yep. You know, it just that that effort in the friendship just kind of goes away on their their part, and then yeah. So. Yeah, that's so hard. I yeah, I agree with what you said, and I like that that you know who your true friends are when you announce or you have big decisions and any life choice one of my favorite things is when i told my oldest sister she was the first person i told 
no, after my parents, but she was the first person I called her and I was so nervous and I was like, I'm in love with Christina. She goes, that's what you were calling me about. (laughs) She's like, that's great. You know, (laughs) I'm just glad you're happy. You know, it was that that was my favorite because she was just, she thought like I was mad at her and I was calling her to rip for one. And she was just like, "That's it, you know? Yeah. So that's good. Yes. Interesting to see the reactions. Cause I feel like it's so sad that it has to be that big of a deal. Like it hurts me that people would act that way just because of what you're choosing to do. It's like, it doesn't affect anyone else in any way. Like it's your happiness. It's you living your life. So along with that, like what misconceptions do you feel like people have about same gender relationships or what do you wish people knew? Uh, Probably the one big one for me that uh, (laughs) I don't uh, love is a lot of people, they're just so uh, in their minds have gender roles Mm -hmm. in in what they see as in relationship and marriage. And so there's kind of this this thought, uh, you know, or people kind of will pry about like, well, who's the guy Mm. in a relationship, you know? And it's like, there isn't one. I mean, that's thing. Like both two women that, you know, love each other. And so it's like, you know, when you have some of these stereotypical, you know, roles that, uh, you know, people have in their mind that this is what the man does and this is what the woman does. And like, so who does that at your house? You know, (laughs) Uh, well, we're a team. And so we, you know, like, when we clean the garage, we clean the garage together. Uh, the, there's no man in the relationship that cleans the garage. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, we clean the kitchen and do the dishes together. And so that's probably the one big misconception that, you know, I, I try to tell people like, yeah, there's no gender roles. And, you know, just because I have short hair and I like sports doesn't mean I do all the guy things, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, I don't know. What do you think? Was there? No, I, think the same thing yeah yeah Yeah. I like that yeah and part of what I remember about you Christine is just that you're so accepting and just chill and just willing to talk to people or just you know accept people as they are and so that was part of the reason I was comfortable approaching you about all this you know is because I I don't know I feel like you have that accepting nature you know which some people would call womanly you know so it's like of course like no gender roles even I feel like that's outdated or old-fashioned in any relationship so I I'm glad you brought that up anyway because it's like so good to talk about so yeah yeah. for sure and yeah and I know a lot of you know heterosexual couples where the the man does you know the cooking and does a lot of the cleaning and Mm -hmm. you know so for us to for people to just kind of have these roles in their mind, it's like, yes, that is outdated. It's time to, you know, uh, move forward and understand that we don't, we try not to pigeonhole each other, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, that you, you bring up the, the accepting and open nature, you know, part of that Jen is, uh, based off of the experiences I've had in my life and kind of the hurt that I've experienced, mm-hmm. uh, because of, you know, who I am and who I'm attracted to, uh, had a lot of people, you know, judge me, um, incorrectly or treat me poorly, you know, because of that. And you, when you go through things like that, you know, I think you kind of have a choice in how you react. You can be angry and bitter, you know, which I have experienced some stages of that in my life, but you can also understand, like, I don't ever want to treat someone else that way, Mm -hmm. you know? And, 
I will tell you that I think there's a lot of people in the LGBTQ plus community that you will find they're incredibly empathetic mm-hmm. because of these experiences that they've had, yes. you know, growing up and some of the the hurt that they've experienced. So mm-hmm. yeah. thank you for that shout out. But I would also say it's a product of my, my journey. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes so much sense my podcast is called a is for adversity and so that's kind of the lens for every season that i go through and yeah you speak to that beautifully that it's what we go through that shapes our character so i like that yeah i just i have such fond memories of you just welcoming me i was a missionary in portland and just welcoming us onto your lawn we'd play yard games and we just hang out and it was just so great you know yeah again you don't always get that as a missionary door slammed in your face and everything so it was just right. so great to meet you in that context what are your guys's love languages? I'm always curious in any relationship to know. <laughs> we we love the love language stuff. And we talk mm-hmm. about it and revisited it a lot. So, Jen, yeah. go ahead. What's your love language? I don't know. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot. So, I, yeah. Well, when I hit the test, they like there was three that all had the exact same amount of numbers mm. or whatever. So she mm. was just like. Okay, well, now what do I do? What I, I just do all of them? <laughs> um, I think we've kind of decided on like acts of service mm. and like physical touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. I, and, and some quality time. Yeah. Th- those are the three that in. just like, you know. No, words uh, of affirmation was a high one a high too. One, yeah. yeah. That's there good. I, I think that's great when you can be well rounded because then anyway, you can ex- accept any of that love, you know, and give love mm-hmm. in any way. Yeah. So. And I think the best way I show love is service. Yeah. Mm. That's her, her yeah. love expressing yes. language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine, uh, my love language in both how I express love and how I best receive love. It hundred percent easy answer here is um, words of affirmation. Mm. That's mine yeah. as well. Words of affirmation. And then gifts is the next one, which is kind of interesting, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, but that's great. Yeah. My husband's is quality time. So I can, I see that there too. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. How does religion influence your relationship? So I know you grew up religious, Christina. What about you, Jen? Did you grow up religious? Well? Yep. Yeah, we both grew up in the Mormon church. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, that's actually where we met. Oh, okay. Was, cool. Um, I wondered. Yeah. So we, um, we got put together as camp moms for girls camp oh, okay. and, um, so we hadn't known each other before that. Mm-hmm. And we got introduced at a meeting mm-hmm. and, you know, planned girls camp stuff together and didn't spend a ton of time together mm-hmm. prior to that. Uh, but then went to girls camp. And the first night that we were there with the kids weren't there yet, mm-hmm. it was a day to go down and set up or whatever. Jen and I talked the whole way to camp. And then we were at camp from like 10 in the morning until 3 30 the next morning just mm. talking non-stop just wow. about anything and everything we knew each other's whole life story by then mm-hmm. um and like instantly we're like we're gonna be best friends mm-hmm. you know we're gonna be best friends forever mm-hmm. and so so religion plays a role in our relationship in the sense that you know we both grew up in this religion that doesn't necessarily look kindly on you know our relationship um that's been my experience anyways Mm -hmm. and um so 
it's been amazing for me to be with someone who can understand all the all the nuances of like why this is difficult and why i struggle with you know this or you know what do we think spiritually about this and Mm -hmm. this is what we've always been taught and Mm -hmm. you know is there is there something more is there something different um so we we've kind of gone through that together Mm -hmm. and so been that's been amazing but um if you're asking in the sense like do we go to church or do we you know have these spiritual practices we're not there yet yeah we're still trying to figure out just kind of the ins and outs of um what we've grown up learning yeah. so i feel like there, well just that there's been a lot of pain with church stuff yeah. and us t- trying to i don't know figure all that out we're not quiet in a place to even like open reopen another door yeah you know? right. yes no that's so great that you have a person like you said that just knows all that thing because that just brings a whole nother layer that's so hard in any relationship whether it's culture or just whatever you're mixing you know and so to have that starting place that's that's great to know you know just have a place to start and move from there right mm-hmm. yeah um let's see so how did you know it was more than friendship when like you said you were best friends you know (laughs) that's always uh, exploring together and I think we both sort of kind of have the same answer on this and we've talked about a million times you know I knew there was something more there when like we would be hanging out you know and our kids would be playing or whatever and then she'd leave and I was like wait when's she coming back? (laughs) Like that wasn't a normal thought pattern for me and my friends. Like, wait, what, what, what are they coming back? You know? So that's when it was like, Oh, there's, Mm -hmm. there's more here than just friendship is like, that's so cute. Like I just, I want her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going through a divorce. So she helped me. Like she was my support through it all. And so just like I don't yeah it was like when I would leave or I or yeah I missed her or if like I was having a hard time and she was giving me a hug it was like I didn't want her to let go or I would start feeling butterflies and feel those things that like truly 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 feeling the feelings that I had never felt before and thinking uh that's not usually what you feel about your friend (laughs) or you know or I never felt that way when I was with my husband, you know, it, those kind of things. It's kind of like, wait, what? You know, like this is a woman I've never, you know, mm-hmm. but just, yeah. And then yeah. it just, we wanted to hang out all the time and yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It yeah. was good that we felt that way. Right. That would be sad if it was only one of us feeling that way. Yeah. So it worked out. That's so great. Yeah. Cause I'm sure that must be hard too finding a partner once you do discover that, or, you know, I, I feel like it would be hard to approach someone and, you know, so it just seems like your relationship happened naturally. And so that's really good. I like mm-hmm. that. Thank uh, you. Yeah. So are there pros or cons to having a female, female relationship? Oh yes. <laughs> so many pros, right? Right. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, we speak this, same language i i feel like um so uh just you know when you think about uh just the emotional mm-hmm. connection that mm-hmm. we have um 
is ridiculous uh, in a positive way, mm-hmm. but uh, I do think we speak the same language, you know, and, then, and like Jen can understand when my mother heart like takes over and, mm-hmm. you know, understanding exactly what that feels like mm-hmm. and why, you know, I would say certain things in regards to motherhood. Um, and then there's the fun little things like, you know, she never leaves the toilet seat up. So that's great <laughs> yes. um, get to share clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so that's cool. Fun. I yeah. didn't think about that. Yeah. 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 What are some other things we've talked about? Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Like things like the stereotype of like, I don't know, like our bathroom isn't dirty. There's not just like <laughs> dirty underwear, you know, it's, yes. it's, and it's, and like when, I don't know it's we get to have a a summer party every night you know it's we just it's yeah there is a lot of like womanly things that it's good that we can do do together together. yeah 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 Yeah. you know girls night we can go together we don't have to go separate Mm -hmm. without our partner and you know maybe some people want that but um we enjoy that and when we go to the airport we both go in the girls bathroom together you know so we don't even have to we don't even have to wait outside yes. um but uh some cons like just like a pro is that you know the we're emotionally connected the con is we're very emotional yeah. um we're both very emotional um you know we paid twice the amount of money in feminine hygiene supplies. <laughs> that's you know i guess that would be a con that's awesome uh, <laughs> yes but um you know we're raising four boys uh, also mm-hmm. you know if i am serious and honest about it you know the mm-hmm. uh, sometimes i wish i had a little bit more male perspective in the home uh mm-hmm. just for for that reason but um we're very fortunate to both have some really really good you know male figures in our lives that we can uh lean on if we need to but Mm uh but not anyone that you know lives in the house with us to to do that but Mm -hmm. um i don't know what else any other pros or cons um well i mean i don't know if it's really a con but when you were saying how like girls night we can always go together sometimes i worry that like like if your friends invite you i don't want them just thinking well jen has to come because she's a girl Uh you know yeah mm. i that guess makes sense yeah yeah i feel like that could be like a misconception yeah yeah, yeah. it's like no we don't have to go together like you can go with your friends but i think i don't know i would think that people would be like well i want to invite jen but like just want it to be jen yeah. you know yeah. or like just you know but yeah. we've never really had an issue with that but i well i hope other people aren't thinking that (laughs) yeah anyway no that that makes sense yeah uh so what advice would you give your younger self for like relationship advice or types of things so much don't take anyone's advice (laughs) there you go (laughs) yes best advice you know I, and I say that to all my friends who have ever been pregnant. And I just say, here's my one piece of advice. Don't take anyone's advice. Mm-hmm. Your, your pregnancy is yours mm-hmm. and parenting, you know, it's yours. It's your experience. It's not going to be the same as anyone else's. And so, you know, follow your heart and do your thing. You know, you can always check in with people, but 
you know, with marriage, it's like, I remember, I remember people, you know, when I was growing up, people saying marriage is hard and, you know, you've got to work for it and you, you got to do all these things. And, and as a kid, you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then you actually, actually experience marriage. And mm-hmm. that's what I'd want to tell my kids. Like, it's hard. You got to work for it and you've got to be willing to put in the day to day. And it's not always just like this magical experience like life is not easy and so you're doing it together with another person who's their whole own self Mm -hmm. um but um for me it's like we're all in this you know this experience this life experience like doing our best you know and i would tell my younger just do your do your best try to be your best self things are going to come up and it's going to be hard and um, just keep doing your best, you know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I, I, like that. <laughs> I feel like there's so much right now. I'm like, yeah, just drawing No, it's okay. And if you don't have anything, that's okay. I just wanted to say too. I feel like an overarching theme that's been coming up is like, don't put people in a box. You know, be your own self. Like you said, don't accept anybody else's advice. You know, your our experiences are so nuanced and so unique that. I like that. Like we're our own people. You can't just put a blanket over everything and just say, this is how it is. So I like that. A hundred percent. And, you know, I, I say this, you know, jokingly, but I don't think I'm the expert on relationships. So uh, don't take advice from me. You know, that's what I probably tell my younger self. Like, you know, we're all, we're all trying to, to figure it out. And I, I guess if people tell you they have the answer, I'd be very weary of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so we're trying. Yes. Well, thank you for your time. Was there anything else that I missed or that you wanted to say? Is there anything else you wanted to say? No, I don't no. Think so. I mean, we're, we're four months into our marriage. There you go. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, it's been a fun ride. That's mm-hmm. so good. Thank so- you. That's so great. Yes. This episode is sponsored by Life Unlimited Coaching. They help busy moms ditch fad diets for good. Follow them on Facebook or go to lifeunlimitedpro.com to learn more. This episode is also sponsored by Sherry Fernandes. Sherry has been a guest before on the podcast and will be again soon. Sherry is the author of the book Life Mastery. Personal Progression Toward an Infinite Potential, which just came out on audiobook. Give it a listen today. Her book is amazing because she not only tells you why and what to change in your life, but how. A quote from her book states, There are books, programs, and speakers that are excellent at motivation. What is unique about the Life Mastery Program is how it provides the tools needed to turn motivation into results in every area of life. I am so grateful for this conversation and to have been able to share it with you. A few takeaways that we had were gender roles are outdated. They place limits on people and tend to put them in a box of how to be or how to act. Combating these stereotypes can foster the development of natural talents and abilities in individuals. Love and acceptance. Our character is shaped by what we've experienced and we can use that to cultivate empathy. And lastly, don't take anyone's advice. You individually, as a person, and your relationship as a whole are nuanced and unique. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today, and I will talk to you again soon. Please remember to leave a rating. Even if you don't write anything, just clicking those stars can help the podcast so much. 
Thank you. And I'll talk to you again soon.